Okay, so we're going to be chatting with Mr. Brian Eisenberg. First, I want to just kind of intro what it is we're going to be talking about here. So Google just rolled out a new shopping homepage. Um, there have been many iterations of Google's e-commerce platform, uh, like their shopping tab on, on their homepage. Uh, but this time, they're finally hoping to achieve friction, frictionless, excuse me, frictionless e-commerce to keep people on Google. Um, so how are they going to do that? They're going to separate their shopping by category. They're going to personalize it with your browsing history. Um, and their VP of product management said that it'll give access to millions of items from thousands of stores. And at the core of this, Google is hoping to take aim at Amazon to take back some of their product search share because um, there was this uh, Adept Mind survey that found nearly 50% of internet users are starting their product searches on Amazon compared to only about a third that started on Google. So basically when people want to buy something, they're going to Amazon first. They're not utilizing the Google search function to actually find the products they want. And Google thinks, well, hey, I mean, we're Google. Let's keep people on our site longer. Let's redesign the page. So do they have a shot at combating Amazon? Here's Brian Eisenberg to give his perspective. Brian Eisenberg is a partner at Buyer Legends. I, I would say he's a self-proclaimed Amazon expert. He might say differently. Brian, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. It's great to have you on. You are our first caller on the radio show, so we're really honored to have you on, and uh, we definitely enjoy the conversation. So, Brian, I sent you the story. Uh, I know you gave it a read. What are your initial thoughts? Do you think that Amazon... Uh, is going to be putting up a fight now with Google uh, to try and keep some of that product search share? Well, let me frame it in a story. So unfortunately, day before yesterday, my son broke his ankle, a 14-year-old athlete. And I went ahead and uh, the doctor actually told me, go on Amazon and order you know, particular things so that he could put his cast and get into the shower. Because as you can imagine, as a 14-year-old athlete might be, uh, he's eventually going to stink. <laughs> so I go ahead and... I figured I would try the same search on Google Shopping. Went ahead, found the exact same item I ordered from Amazon. It's coming this morning uh, from Amazon. But I said, let me go look at it on Google Shopping. The best option it had was one to send me to a eBay store. Huh. The second best option it presented me was to get from Walmart. I'm like, okay, Walmart. And at least the Walmart price was comparable with the Amazon price. Only one problem. It wouldn't show up either for free shipping or for pickup until the 31st of this month. Which is... And I'm sorry, I don't think late. my son could wait until the 31st <laughs> yeah. to shower. Yeah, that... <laughs> he might not live in the house that long. <laughs> that's the case. <laughs> yeah, he might be camping out in the backyard by then. Wow. Okay. Exactly. So, so... And that's the, and that's the fundamental problem right. that they have. So, right? You know, brand Amazon has always been built on four basic promises. It's what their categories manager looks uh, look at, and it's what the consumer thinks about their brand. It's, it's how you know they've been positioned. We're always looking to have a good price. Uh, and in fact, um, there was a study just done that uh, 80, about 82% of Amazon's products were cheaper than the minimum price seen in Google Shopping. And on average, Amazon prices were 14% uh, cheaper than Google Shopping's minimum price. Interesting. So even so, if Google, that's big. yeah. So so even if Google takes some of that product search share back, what you're saying is that 
there may still be a general competition on Amazon's prices being lower, and so therefore people might continue to search on Amazon in the first place. Right. So that's, so that's problem number one. The, 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 the second core thing to them is selection. Now, in selection, I think they can compete. Um, obviously, you know, having so many different stores, but Amazon also has a ton of marketplace people. So I think it's going to be, I think that one's going to be a tough one. And there comes to the point where you, you almost have too much selection, right? Uh, and, and we're seeing that with, with some of the fight back against, you know, Amazon third party knockoffs and stuff like that. So there, there's a delicate balance here. But the third one is the availability. And availability is a real issue. And, that, and, and if that's something that Google said very clear that, you know, they're not going to be doing about any, any part of that. And the fact of the matter is, you know, here, here's, here's a funny one. Uh, you can go ahead and you can do a search for um, Google's Wi-Fi router system, a, a one-pack. I figured that one they should get right, okay? So I go ahead and I search. Cheapest price you can find on the Google store is from Google, right, from from their own Google store for $99 and eight seventeen tax but free shipping, okay? Mm-hmm. And the next closest is like CD, CDW, but it won't be delivered for, uh, I don't know, several days. Meanwhile, I go to Amazon, I look at the exact same router, it's $99, free shipping, and it'll be in my house today. Wow. So is it fair to ask then, Brian, did did Google kind of jump the gun and maybe put the cart in front of the horse? Because Amazon has all of this infrastructure around deliveries and around uh, you know making sure that they have access to these products. Did Google kind of build out the, the web page and make that look nice before they actually had the infrastructure to support a better shopping platform? So, I, you know, I think they definitely needed to improve the, uh, the the shopping experience, so, you know, let, let, you know, whatever, and whatever part of shopping they're having, and they are. It's not like they don't have any shopping, right? Um, especially with with uh, with some of the voice actions they're trying to do, and and, and with their voice devices, um, you know, in, in people's houses, you know, they needed to do something to to improve it. But what makes Amazon tick for the consumer? Why they drive so much of e-commerce sales is the fact that you know, yes, I'm gonna get a good price. You know, and, and Amazon has, you know, algorithms that are changing the price uh, down to every six minutes um, just to stay competitive with their, with their top competitors. Wow. You know, they've got the selection. They're, they're, they are, just to put in perspective, Walmart ships um, from six major warehouses. Amazon ships from over 75 fulfillment centers. Hmm. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, we're, okay. yeah, we're, we're talking two totally different levels of, uh, of I guess stake in the, yeah. delivery. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And then Amazon's gone ahead and you know back in 2013 when they first started invest- investing in their Kiva robots, they had about a thousand robots. Uh, this past year, they had over 200,000 robots, uh, dropping the time that it takes to package um, a product from 60 minutes down to 15, and it only requires a few seconds of human intervention. Wow. And that's the part that Google's never going to play in. Uh, yes, you know, you know, they may help people discover products, but what happened is that people have just become so comfortable. That's why there's so many, you know, hundred million prime members mm-hmm. trusting that Amazon's going to get it right. And if, if that fourth pillar for them is that, you know, if there's a problem, Amazon's going to take care of it. And, Absolutely. you know, Google has, for some products, they, they have their shopping guarantee, not for everything. So that, that puts me at a greater risk and, and more potential for friction. And the, the point
point of shopping online is not to have any friction. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, Brian Eisenberg, thank you so much for being our first guest here on Business Casual, presented by MarketScale, and uh, we'll have to do it again in the future. Looking forward to it. Thank Absolutely. Brian. Thank you so much, Brian. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Fridays at 8 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com.